listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. And before we get into a crazy weekend at Freelance... Our special guest for this week is GLCW champion Backwoods Brown, and we'll talk about his return to the ring after injury, upcoming title defenses, including one this Friday night at One Fall Entertainment, Pink Heels in Sheboygan Falls, Wisconsin. We'll get into that show with him and a whole lot more in a little bit. But first, wow. After covering Freelance Underground's final phase this past Saturday night, that is just an absolutely stunning development. And then to say I was just a little bit flabbergasted would be the absolute truth. Project Monix came up with the ultimate swerve. And he's not done with professional wrestling. It looks like he's just getting started. It was an absolutely stunning development on Saturday night. We'll kind of take you through a little bit of what happened in a little bit. But first, we want to play this clip after the main event match between Project Monix and Calvin Tankman, where Calvin Tankman retained the Freelance Underground Championship. Now, he won it from GPA earlier in the evening, and we'll get to that in just a little bit. But Tankman took everything Project Monix had and... What you're about to hear was Project Monix after the match being appreciated by the crowd, being appreciated by freelance management to juice Andy Long and Matt Nix came in the ring to congratulate Monix on a great career, presenting him with the first ever freelance underground championship belt. And now here's some audio from this past Saturday night from Church Street Brewery in Itasca, Project Monix on the mic. I need you two to stay in the ring for this. When I was breaking into wrestling as a rookie, I would come to these shows and I would help out because I wanted to be a part of these shows so fucking bad. It's largely because of the way you guys act during these shows. And then there was a wrestler who specifically was always very kind to me when they didn't need to be. And he had a final match for freelance wrestling at the bottom lounge. And he probably doesn't want you to know this, but he's here tonight. Gotcha. 
And he said he wanted you people to keep showing up each and every single show so that all those people could have the moment that he did. But this is a little different. Ali was going to the WWE. I don't get to wrestle anymore. So I get handed this, this token of appreciation. And as soon as he handed it to me, I knew how you guys were going to react. And it's funny, because I knew during this entire closure tour, during this entire farewell tour, I knew exactly how every single one of you was going to react. And you vile, stupid, disgusting motherfuckers. I'm in the main event now of freelance wrestling. This is not a closure, retirement, farewell tour. This is a motherfucking return. With apologies to Dan Housen, holy shit. Project Monix is here to stay. Project Monix turns heel on everybody. I mean, he pulled us all and we were all suckers, including me, even though I had a little bit of an inkling because like I said, this is professional wrestling. And even when I proposed a question last week to Pat on the show, he was very coy. He was very convincing saying that this is his last match and he's done with wrestling but to his credit he played us all like a fiddle it was the ultimate swerve hell of a job of storytelling by project monix and welcome back fully to the freelance family unbelievable now to get to the rest of that amazing show on saturday night the final phase at church street brewing in itasca it was supposed to be Project Monix and Kylie Ray, but unfortunately, Kylie came on social media Saturday morning with a heartfelt note saying that she's stepping back from professional wrestling, at least for the time being, once again, because some mental health issues, some addiction issues, and it's very, very sad, really. We all love Kylie Ray. She's great. 
she made a great comeback with warrior wrestling and with freelance as well. And this absolutely crushes me as a wrestling fan, as a wrestling journalist, as a podcaster, Kylie. I mean, hopefully Kylie Ray gets better. We're all in her corner. Best of luck to Kylie Ray and your thoughts and prayers. So that match, obviously off the books. So no Monix versus Kylie Ray, but Let's get to the card, and then we'll explain how Monix comes in. The first match of the night is GPA's Open Enrollment Challenge, where he's defending the Freelance Underground Championship, a belt he's held for about two years, maybe a little bit more even. Open Challenge, and Calvin Tankman answers the challenge as a huge surprise. Now, if you remember back at Back to Church Street Park Brew in June, the same night Monix returned, GPA fended off an absolute challenge from Tankman. Tankman almost destroyed GPA, but somehow GPA escaped with the title with some nefarious means. Now, this match begins. GPA, again, tries to hit Tankman with the title. Not so fast. Tankman has him scouted. Eventually gets him in his pile driver, the Tankman driver. That was it. 30 seconds, I believe, or so. And we have a new freelance underground champion. Calvin Tankman and GPA absolutely gets roasted by the fans in attendance. And it was a huge pop. It was unbelievable for that. Then Tankman says, I haven't broken a sweat. I would like to wrestle again. And Project Monix comes out and Project Monix is like, okay. So Monix now in the championship match against Tankman in the main event later in the evening. Going on with the rest of the show, we had Lainey Luck defending her Freelance Underground Independent Championship. However, we have a new champion coming out of the six-person scramble. Storm Grayson hits the V-trigger on Wes Barkley, gets the pinfall, and Storm Grayson is your new Freelance Underground Independent Champion. He gets past Wes Barkley, the former champion Lainey Luck, Trevor Outlaw, Cold Radrick, and Dan the Dad. For the Freelance Underground Tag Team Championship, the Bang Bros, Davey Bang and August Matthews, retain the title over the Philly Marino Experience. And the Prison Yard Rules Tag Match, this was really impressive. Pick and Pop, Darius Luttrell, and Coder Hernandez get the victory over the Cocoa Buffs, Acid Jazz, and Marche Rocket. And another great performance by Darius Luttrell. This, this man had a huge weekend. We will get into that a little bit more in a little bit. Coder Hernandez, also a great job in that match. This was a pure street brawl. They fought all over the ring. Shanks and chairs and a table. And actually, Darius Luttrell puts Acid Jazz through the table, gets the three count, and pick and pop, win the match, and probably put themselves in line for a future championship shot at the Bang Bros. Then we had Shane Mercer defeating Brian Keith in a great match. Harlow O'Hara defeats Blair Onyx. And Charlie Evans defeats Billy Starks in another exciting women's match. And then we get to the main event. And you just heard about the Swervelo earlier in the show. Project Monix comes out, gets serenaded by the crowd, Gets the streamers thrown in the ring, a.k.a. CM Punk at ROH during the Summer of Punk back in 2000 and 
2005, I believe it was 2005, 2006, 2005. He gets a CM Punk ROH treatment, just like the summer of Punk back in the mid 2000s. And it was just electrifying. Tankman comes in, tries to overpower Modix, has the advantage for most of the match. Modix, great underdog coming from underneath, fighting back. Great maneuvers, some of his signature spots, the double stomp, hit some tornado DDTs. Looks like he's just about to win the title. And somehow, someway, the heavyweight hustle, Calvin Tankman, kicks out. And this is unbelievable storytelling. Tankman finally puts down the challenge of Monix, scores the three count, and you could hear a pin drop at Church Street because the fans were stunned. But then afterwards, Calvin Tankman raises Monix's arm, leaves the ring, leaves the ring to Monix all by himself. Fans adore Monix. They give him a standing ovation. They're banging on the canvas. Two Juice Andy Long and Matt Nix come out. Andy gives Monix the Freelance Underground's original championship belt as a going away present. And Monix just simply just turns on them all, turns on the fans, and hustles it out of the building. It is much like CM Punk again back at Money in a Bank in 2011. He takes that title with him. So this is going to be a whole lot of fun. Pat Monix, Project Monix is back in freelance wrestling, freelance underground. So glad to see it. I really, really enjoyed what he's done over the course of his short career and with this comeback. Great storytelling from everybody. And Freelance Underground, unbelievable show. Freelance Weekend was a thing too. I mean, Friday night they did a, Huge show called Killer Clown from Logan Square on Friday night. This is where Kylie Ray and Isaiah Velasquez were attacked by Frank the Clown and Robert Ego Anthony. So that match got scratched. Then we had some freelance World Championship tournament matches. We had Robert Ego Anthony defeating Angel Escalera in a hell of a match. And Angel Escalera is really showing the last few matches he's had for the freelance family. Excellent stuff right there. The main event match was Craig Mitchell defeating Trevor Outlaw with Frank the Clown. And now this was an amazing match too. Trevor took it to Craig Mitchell. It was a little bit of revenge for Craig from a freelance underground phase in taping. Outlaw actually won that match. Mitchell gets the ultimate revenge, moves on in the tournament. That match was a great main event. Then we also had... New Texas Pro Champion Brian Keith defeats Storm Grayson. That was the semi-main, and again, that was a hell of a match too. Brian Keith put on a show during his two days in Chicago as well. We had Effie defeating Wes Barkley. The Bang Bros defeat the Freelance Tag Team Champions, the Take It Home Wreckers, and the Philly Marino Experience in a triple threat non-title match. Then we had the Freelance Academy Scramble, where one-man dynasty, Darius Luttrell, comes out on top. He defeats Braven Fett, Danger Mask, Saban Gage, who took a really rough bump in that match, and hopefully he's okay. And it looked ugly there for a minute, but he is in our thoughts and prayers. Mr. Kate was also in that match, and Coach Bryce Benjamin. So, huge win for Darius Luttrell. And it's funny how I just mentioned recently how He's a big man. He doesn't do any small man moves. Guess what? He does this flip over the top rope onto everybody. 
And it was amazing. And he's looked so polished in the last few weeks of shows. And this guy's going to be a star. And I've known Darius for a little over a decade. And the sky's the limit for this guy. And finally, Project Monix made his supposed last appearance for freelance wrestling at Logan Square Auditorium. But he was upset by Alfonso Gonzalez when Gonzalez used the ropes for leverage on a pin. Now, you piece all this Project Monix stuff together, including that match as well, where it looked like he looked after the match, he was very despondent. Okay, maybe he's thinking this is really it. You know, again, just sucking us in. It was good stuff. And Freelance, Freelance Underground this past weekend, amazing shows. Check out IWTV.live. You have to watch the replays of both of these shows and you'll love them. A few other notes before we go on to next week. We have Vic Capri defeating Coda Jacobs to become the new Frontline Pro Champion. Marche Rocket retained the CTW Championship over Cody James at Crash Tested Wrestling this past weekend. Plus, at Rockford Damage Incorporated, the new promotion out of Rockford. Congratulations to James Storm on becoming the company's first champion. Coming up this weekend, Friday night, October 29th, in Sheboygan Falls, Wisconsin, the promotion is One Fall Entertainment. The show is called Pink Heels. And our special guest in a few moments is Backwoods Brown. He's the GLCW champion. He'll be defending the title on that show against Rhino. We will talk to Backwoods a lot more about that show in just a few minutes. Then it's also AAW Weekend. And it'll be three shows at the Berwyn Eagles Club. The two-night 16-man Jin Lynam Memorial Tournament. Friday night, October the 29th. Saturday night, October the 30th. They're back at their old stopping grounds, the Berwyn Eagles Club. And you've got stars like Mance Warner, Josh Alexander, Lee Moriarty, Jake Something, Daniel Garcia, Myron Reed, Alex Hammerstone, Hakeem Zane, ACH, and so much more. Plus, AAW has a matinee show on Saturday the 30th called Hell Hath No Fury. Eddie Kingston takes on AAW champion Fred Yehi. Then, we'll also have AAW women's champion Allison Kay, Thunder Rosa, and much more. And AAW Pro has furnished a very special discount code for those AAW events this weekend. Use the code WCSLAM, and that will save you $5 per ticket to all of the shows that weekend, all three shows, as many tickets as you want to try to order, $5 off per ticket. And again, that's WCSLAM is your discount code there. Also, back at the Berwyn Eagles Club this Sunday, Shimmer returns for two shows on October the 31st. Very excited to see the all-women shimmer back as well. All right, that was an unbelievable mouthful of stuff from this past week. Coming up next, our special guest, GLCW champion, Backwoods Brown. Stay tuned. Check out WindyCitySlam.com for news, analysis, photo galleries, and links for Chicago and independent wrestling, plus stories on the big boys such as AEW, WWE, and Impact Wrestling. Also, while you're there, catch up on the latest episodes of Windy City Slam Podcast. 
right, back here on Windy City Slam podcast. Very excited and privileged to welcome back the GLCW champion, Backwoods Brown. Backwoods, how you doing? What is going on, Mike? I appreciate you having me on the show, my good sir. Yeah, um, this time it's just me and you. Uh, before Chris was along for the ride, now it's just the two of us. So uh, yeah, that's you know that's that's a great song. It's a great duo. So I'm jazzed up for the conversation. Indeed, yeah. Um, you're quite chipper considering what we both just witnessed about an uh, hour before this recording uh, with the Bears uh, against the Buccaneers. Uh, that abomination that was displayed on the field today was that was rough, man. It's yeah. It's wanting wanting something more. <laughs> Nowhere to go but up. Yeah, you know, it's like it a perfect way I can think of putting it. It's it's like having dessert in your refrigerator and being excited for the dessert all day. Then you go to your refrigerator, you get the dessert, you take the first bite, and you realize, oh, the dessert's gone bad. That's what it's like watching the bear sometimes. It really is. It's a good analogy. So we have you on the show and we have a very exciting show coming up north of the border. It's yes. one, it's one fall entertainment and the show is called pink heels. And yes, it's sir. Friday night, October the 29th, Lax Tavern and Ballroom in Sheboygan Falls, Wisconsin. That's near Sheboygan and Kohler. And it's probably about two and a half to three hours north of Chicago, depending on what part of Chicago you're coming from. Maybe yeah. 45 minutes north of Milwaukee. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say about that. Yep. Okay. And um, a lot of good matches going on. And you are making your first singles match back in wrestling for the GLCW championship. You're defending your title against the man beast rhino so what's that yeah. gonna be like i'm super uh, super excited uh, about it um you know it's always fun and a little nerve-wracking at first when you come back from a an injury that's kept you down for a while and then you have that first uh, singles match i used to like really be concerned about it you know with previous injuries um this time i'm just more jazzed up and pumped to to do it you know it's for a great cause you know um anything that you know tries to help and benefit cancer always sits in a, a special place a place in my heart and uh to get to do it with uh the band beast in the main event how could you not be excited or, or happy about it yeah, that is really cool um so one full entertainment is a company run by f your fiance so how cool is that yeah it's it's real it's uh really cool um never uh never thought i'd be one of those guys uh, that would be uh, dating somebody within the uh wrestling business let alone on the promotion i work for but um it's you know it's it's great you know at the end of the day, I'm still just one of the boys and talent that just shows up and, and does what I'm told. But uh, it's 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 cool, you know, uh, getting to be with somebody that's in the same situation. You know, her and uh, Eric are, you know, some great people to work for. They uh, really care about stories and, you know, letting the, the boys have a voice and be open to ideas and, you know, One Fall is just a real fun and cool place to work for. So, um, big card that night, great cause. 
So how did this all come together in terms of uh, the Pink Heels show? Um, honestly, you know, uh, from from what I know, it's, you know, they wanted to do something uh, different as a fundraiser, um, which I always, I always feel like it's a good idea to get something different, you know, not always the same thing every time. And, uh, you know, Eric and Tiffany, you know, spoke with them and, you know, they've been working on this for months. Um, and so this is a big deal. And I know we're, everybody's jazzed up and excited about it. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, do you want to go through the card with me a little bit? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We can talk about it. I, I can give you uh, my thoughts, you know, and, and my predictions on who I think is going to be victorious. Okay. I have the card in front of me. I got some pretty good notes here. So let me just run down the matches. Well prepared, Mike. Well prepared. Um, Coda Jacobs, a former Windy City Slam podcast guest, he faces Tommy Dreamer in an Extreme Rules match. And boy, Coda's been getting out there. He's fought the Barbarian recently. I believe he has a tag match, or he just had a tag match with Scott Steiner. And he's been fighting some names lately, and he's putting his neck out there for sure. Yeah, you know, Coda Jacobs, one of those guys who's uh, been making a, a lot of a lot of noise and a lot of strides lately, and you know, is all over the place. Uh, it's I don't know, it's tough, but if I had to put my money on it, I'd probably go with the the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer. You know, Coda's uh, Coda's not really used to, you know really getting down and dirty you know so i think yeah, he might be a little out of his league yeah he has the picket sign but tommy dreamer i'm sure will find either a chair or a kendo stick or something, yeah, something. Like yeah yeah and then you got a six-person tag and this is really interesting because we have swoggle and nick colucci who uh run acw up there and they have a mystery partner and they're going up against Joey Jet Avalon, Sierra, and Quinn Widock. So, what is going to come out of this match? I don't know. I'm I'm just as excited as everybody else to to see who the mystery part, partner is going to be, because uh, that team of uh, Widock, Avalon, and Sierra that is that's tough. I mean, that, those are three top tier you know talents, and you know any locker room. So you got to bring your A game for those guys. So it'll be a uh, quite intriguing to see who uh, Swoggle and Kalucci pick as their mystery opponent. Swoggle's got a lot of connections, so you never know where they might Yeah, call you it. never know. You never know who we might call. And then you have in a farewell match for Justin Dredd, Justin Dredd himself against Hades X1X, who is the current CSW Metro Division champion and Wisconsin native TW3. So that should be a lot of fun as well. What do you see out of that? I, that, I think that is going to be a show stealer. I mean, you got three of the, the best, you know, I, I hate the term cruiserweight, uh, three of the best light heavyweight guys out there that uh, any given night can beat anybody. You know, three guys that are super experienced and seasoned and have seen it all. So they're all, they'll all be well prepared and, you know, on their toes because they'll know what to expect even uh, – when their part, opponent might not think so, but I uh, definitely, man, if I had to, oh, if I had to pick a winner, my heart and soul want to say, say T-Dub because, you know, since one fall has started, he has just been, you know, Mr. Main event, Mr. One fall still on the show every time, you know, but he's great. I like him. Hades. 
Haiti's that's that's tough to go against. I can't, you know, I can't downplay Justin Dredd, but Hades is the X factor to me. Yeah. Justin Dredd, I mean, I'm sorry, Hades is kind of a dark guy. You know, you never know what he's going to pull out of his pocket. Yeah. And then Justin Dredd. Now, this really is his farewell match, right? Because we just had supposedly one of these in the Chicago area this past weekend, but uh, Project Monix pulled the wool over all of our eyes and said, no, this is just the beginning. I'm back. I'm finally in the main event. Now I'm back. So, this whole hubbub about a farewell match. You just never know in professional wrestling. Yeah, no, uh, I, I did see all that craziness. I know this will be, uh, as far as I know, this is it for him, at least uh, in as in terms of, you know, being uh, active almost every weekend performer. Uh, he's been doing it, uh, doing it a long time, but uh, I think he uh, is, is winding it down. So it looks like we can probably believe Justin in saying that. Yeah. Farewell match. <laughs> yeah. And we have a women's match on the card as well. Uh, Ryan Victoria against Valentina Loca. Yeah, man, that's that one's exciting. You know, two uh, two ladies that have been out there, you know, making making a name and some buzz for themselves, and you know, are all over the place. I think uh, definitely think they're gonna go out there and tear the house down if i had to if i had to pick i'd go with valentina though plus we have a um, three-way triple threat ofe tag team qualifying match we have the players club ljc and j cash valhalla returns ragnar the ruthless and devlin kane and the sobs j cross and ej jensen yeah well that's that's an easy one <laughs> i'm going team sob all day i mean no those are my my brothers. I yeah. can't pick can't pick against family. I figured you'd go with them. Oh yeah, that was that was a, that was a, that was an easy one, Mike. <laughs> and then we have the Pink Heels Cancer Cup, the fifteen man battle royal, and there's all sorts of talents in this match. You have the veteran Angel Armani. We have Sweets Brown Sugar. We have C.J. Cole, Colin Brooks, Devin the Dick Drake, your boy Roy. One Man Dynasty, Darius Luttrell, Perfection, Fletch Malone, Porn Stash, Peter Schwanz, Jaden Mercer, Johnny CK, Percy Drews, Troy Storm, and Wildcat Colton Neitzel. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, that, that that is a lot of you know super talented people in one battle royal. I can't even give you a prediction on that one because I could see any one of those any one of those guys. Oh man, that is tough. Oh, that is that's tough. I I can't pick a winner. I'll tell you, I'll who I'm going with. It's my guy from Chicago, uh, one man dynasty, Darius Luttrell. He is just setting the world on fire in freelance and freelance underground right now. He had a hell of a weekend. He won a six man scramble this past Friday of freelance, and then he and his partner Coder Hernandez of Pick and Pop. They won a prison yard rules tag team match against Marche Rocket and Acid Jazz at Freelance Underground. And this guy looks great. He's six foot eight. You don't think he can do high flying? And he actually pulled off a high flying move the other day, too. And yeah, I saw I, I saw him, you know, do the dive, which was fantastic. Man, he is a, a person I am a big fan of. Uh super talented, you know, bright future. It's uh it's it's scary you know he's he's got the size the athletic ability 
you know, it's he might he might be the guy to do it. Yeah, he's got that Kevin Nash look with the um, the snake eyes and then the big boot. Yeah, the last couple of months or so, he's just been great inside of the freelance ring, and he is showing me and everybody that he, he can, he's going to be a big star in this business. I think. Oh yeah, that and that's that's what it's all about, man. I uh, he's one of those guys I keep my eyes on and. I'm always looking out to see what they're doing. Yeah, pretty amazing. And uh, that's all I have in terms of that card, unless there's something I missed or something that was unannounced. No, that that is that is it. You know, and it you know, it is, like you said at the top of the show, it, me and uh, the Man Beast, you know, the last true ECW World Heavyweight Champion, going one on one in Extreme Rules match. I don't know, Mike. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough, but uh, I'm a very prideful person, and I take a lot of pride in being the GLCW Heavyweight Champion for over 600 days and counting. And I just I meant every word I said at the last GLCW show. I wasn't defending that belt in that ring until I got competition. So uh, when it was brought up to me about facing facing rhino i said well this is competition so i spoke with you know glcw office and asked uh for the approval and they said yeah i'm a fighting champion so i am super excited now you were off for a while because of a back injury yeah uh yeah it was uh i just came back from uh back injury that took me out in the beginning of june uh so i was i was out all the rest of june july august september i ended up having to get a laminectomy uh my my lower back from uh my l2 vertebrae down to the s1 um i was after a weekend uh, of wrestling i i just went to go stand up from chair and my legs uh just started burning and my back started hurting and you know just went on a couple days and I went to urgent care and couldn't figure it out so I had to schedule an appointment to see an ortho and get an MRI and uh I ended up having four bulging discs in my back and then I have one herniated disc so they were putting pressure on the nerves which was causing you know my legs to lose strength and you know me being pain uh, so they went in and shaved the some of the bone down around to take the pressure off the vertebrae and they actually ended up having to remove part of uh one of the discs in my back because it had started to get hard and calcify but uh i'm ready to rock and roll man I, i'm all healed up got all the clearance i need from the doctor so it is back to being the shot caller and you know staking my claim as i always like to say it's the best big man out there so i'm just ready to go absolutely now you've been glcw champion you mentioned over 600 days i believe going back to january of 2020 yes and now to make it to that two-year plateau you have to not only get through rhino you also have former wwe superstar val venus in a planned title defense at Blizzard Brawl, GLCW's Blizzard Brawl, and that's December the 4th up, I believe, in Waukesha. So you got some competition. Yeah, I got competition, you know, which makes me happy. You know, I had beat everybody in GLCW, and 
you know, it, like I said, January of 2020 is when I when I won the title. Um, so there, there's there's no way I can't beat Ryan. I, I have to. You know, I want to I want to go to Blizzard Brawl and have that moment where I beat Val Venus in the middle of the ring, and I walk out of the ring still as your undefeated GLCW heavyweight champion. So uh, now that you're back wrestling, um, you're going to be doing some stuff for SSW next year when they come back for their next. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, SSW is, is always going to be a home and a special place for me. Uh, when I first got into wrestling, they were the first place in Wisconsin to, to book me. So uh, I've been working SSW since 2000, eight 2007 somewhere around there mm-hmm. so yeah once uh once they're up and running you know again next year because i know they only run a limited amount of shows i'm sure i will be there uh you know glcw is you know that's that's where i sit on the throne so i, I you know i'll still be working there and uh you know one fall is picking up a lot of steam getting close to the one-year anniversary show so you can see me there and you know some of my normal stomp and places like uh, frontline or maybe see me at wpw here and there but uh yeah i'm back in rocking and rolling at, at full steam that's awesome well i definitely missed you at the last ssw show face your fears uh ah, yeah i know man uh, it's so uh, so many people have said that and they you know they're like oh you're one of the people we look forward to seeing so i i will be at the brock stop next time uh they're they're running yeah, it was a great show. Uh, we, we, like I said, we did miss you. I appreciate it, Mike. Yep. And then um, let's see. Now let's switch over to something a little bit away from the wrestling ring that we're both very passionate about. We mentioned it a little bit at the top. The Chicago Bears, man. Yes. Oof, three and four <sighs> following their loss at Tampa Bay. Yeah. At times they've had some decent-looking potential with Justin Fields back there, quarterback. The defense has shown a little bit of good potential in some games. Other games, you know, short field, obviously, against the Buccaneers really doesn't help against Tom Brady. But no, what's your assessment right now on the Chicago Bears? <sighs> it's heartbreaking. You know, uh, the one thing as a, as a fan is that I'm, I'm hoping in all of this is Justin Fields doesn't lose his confidence. Um because that's the number one killer to any quarterback in the NFL is, is, is confidence that, you know, the it's, it's rough because you have those stretches where the offensive line looks really good and they look in sync. And then you have just have those moments where there's so many blown blitzes and, you know, they can't pick up the protection, you know, and, and some of these, you know, some of these guys just letting the ball hit them in their hands and, and not making plays. Yeah. And a couple of you those know. in that box game. Yeah, and so it's it's all in one. Uh, I, I think Matt Nagy's got to not be afraid to open, really open up the offense. You, you know, you have a, a kid with a skill set like that. You have to play and build around his skill set. Absolutely. I 100% agree. And you wrestle a lot in the land of the Packers. No, yeah. A lot of wrestlers and a lot of the fans up there obviously are big Packer backers. Mm-hmm. You uh, probably take a lot of heat and a lot of brunt from a lot of these guys. So, I do. Yeah, I do. It, you know, because I'm I'm a die, I'm a diehard Bears fan. I believe once you are a Bears fan, that is all that you can and shall ever be. You know that it is the greatest 
organization, you know, in football. I, I, it's, it sucks. It, it is so hard, you know, even, even today, my fiance is wearing a Packers shirt. It's like, oh, I can never escape it. Now, I mean, I tell you, when Aaron Rodgers did that whole deal last week with I own you, I still own you. And I'm sure when you were watching that, you wanted to throw something through the TV. Oh, I did. I I hate Aaron Rodgers with every fiber in my body. Like, he's one of those guys where I just always wish, like, I might sound terrible, but can he just blow his knee out? Just first game of every season. That's all I ever wished for. Oh, he had that supposedly looked like a bad knee injury a few years ago in that yeah. Matt Nagy's first game as coach. And then yep. all of a sudden he's back in the fourth quarter, leading him back from 20 to nothing down. Yeah. Oh, I will never, I won't forget that game. <sighs> Crazy. Um, Next time somebody rat, rat, rats on me for being a Bears fan, if they're a Packer fan, I, I'm going to say I'm bringing backwards Brown to back me up. That's right. Got I got my you. back. I got your back, man. You know, I take my Bears fandom seriously. Indeed, so do I. I got this shirt on. Yep, you got you got to you got to got to wear the gear, man. I will uh, I'll go toe to toe with you. Anybody bad mouthing our Bears? Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate the backup. No, I got I got your back, Mike. <laughs> All right. So very excited about One Fall Entertainment this weekend, and it's Friday night, October the 29th. Last yes. Tavern and Ballroom in Sheboygan Falls. Where can people find out more about tickets? Yeah, um, if they want to uh, pull up the uh, One Fall Entertainment uh, Facebook page, they, all the show info is on there. And, uh, ticketing info for the event. Um, you can follow uh, me and the other performers that are on the show. We'll be you know plugging and sharing the show all week long on social media. I uh, just really want to build the buzz and get a great turnout for uh, a great, great event for a great cause and uh, just do my, do my small part. That's awesome. Uh, and one more thing, like I asked all my guests at the very end, um, could you give us your social media, whatever merchandise you might have and any upcoming events other than the ones we've already mentioned? Yeah, absolutely. I am on all platforms, uh, backwoods Brown, uh, you know, anybody want to reach out about potential booking opportunities or anything like that, uh, feel free to send me a message. Uh, besides, you know, Blizzard Brawl and uh, the show the show Saturday, I mean, Friday the 29th, I, um, those are the, the main two that I've really got my eyes locked in on right now. Uh, and then from there, it's, it's just time to go back to being the shot caller and collecting gold and kicking ass and drinking beer and doing what I love to do. All right. Thank you so much for coming on again. Backwoods Brown. Uh, good luck with your GLCW title defenses over the next couple of months. Uh, thank you so much, Mike. Uh, definitely appreciate the time and, you know, look forward to any and all conversations we have in the future, my friend. All right. Bear down, bear down until <laughs> the bitter end. Great conversation once again with our old friend Backwoods Brown. Support One Fall Entertainment this Friday night up in Sheboygan Falls, Wisconsin. Pink Heels is going to be a great show for a great cause. 
check them out if you're anywhere near Milwaukee or even just want to drive up three hours from Chicago to check them out. All right, next week, another big show ahead, recapping a bunch of fun stuff, previewing a bunch of fun stuff, including POW Entertainment's annual Wrestle Rage show. And our special guest returning to the program next week, POW Entertainment promoter, longtime professional wrestler in the Chicago area, Jimmy Blaze will be joining us once again right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody.